Dad Pod. Welcome this is a video show. thing as well. You have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Dadcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's number one skincare brand. They say what's rare is wonderful. Two episodes back to back weeks. What the hell is going on? Dadcast is here. I don't know. I mean, it's almost like we don't have very busy other jobs to be going on with. All the dads are here. Nathan's here. How are you? Dave is here. Gentlemen. Adrian is here. Morning, all. It was more that we just didn't really do many last month. So we're in, we're in catch up mode. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are in partnership with Nivea Men. Want to feel great in your skin? Nivea Men has you covered from sensitive, tailored skincare to cleansing and anti age. Try Ireland's number one men's skincare brand. We all need a little bit of extra skincare after being out in the sun. It's it's much easier to be a, a reasonable parent when it's sunny. Like, I don't care what anybody says, but if we lived in Australia, I'd be super dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a weekend. Just amazing. We even we got some swimming in as well yesterday up and uh, shout out to anyone who's looking to get the water side of things into their day, but doesn't necessarily want to go to a packed beach in Dublin. And unfortunately, we saw those all two predictable scenes from one Dublin beach over the weekend, which, I mean, nobody was shocked at seeing. Unfortunately, it's the same every well, Every time we get a sustained period of sunshine in Dublin, but um, we went up to Loch Rammer just outside Virginia and we went swimming and the water was beautifully warm and there wasn't that many people there. And it was absolutely incredible. Just 45 minutes from Dublin. Just a little shout out. Oh, it was amazing. It's cold for about two minutes and then it dawns on you very quickly. Actually, this is actually warm. Um, So yeah, and there's a little football pitch there as well for the kids with proper goals and nets. Uh, next to the Lakeside Manor Hotel by the lake. And so the lads played there for about 45 minutes. And then we had a picnic there on the grass beside a little man-made beach that is on the edge of the lake. And uh, yeah, couldn't recommend it highly enough if you're willing to get in the car for a little while and get away from uh, a very packed Dublin beach, if that's what your bag is. Right. Uh, I think this wasn't a freebie or anything. You just um... no. I'm not getting commission from the county county cabin tourism board. No, although maybe I should. But we'll give the, we'll give this one as a, a once off freebie. Adrian, you had a, a, a you did have a freebie, did you? No, I did not. No, it's not freebie. No, I was not, just not just, It just struck me this morning. I was as I was thinking about what my chat about. I was I think frowned upon at least. I was going to say given out to, but certainly frowned upon for my curmudgeonliness about a, a hotel that I'm not going to name now that has been recommended before and I just didn't have... It was grand. That was what you I was were too, You were too posh, we agreed after. Well, that's exactly... It wasn't... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfair, unfair. No, no, just, unfair. It, they didn't meet your exacting five-star standards. No, 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 no. And the hotel that I'm going to recommend is a three-star hotel in Galway, just outside Galway City on the Dublin Road there. It's the Connacht Hotel and we had an unexpected but... Uh, brilliant stay there on Saturday night, Sunday night. Is it today? Sunday night. Uh, it was brilliant. Uh, I have to say, it was it was incredible. The place is huge. The service, the staff are so friendly. Listen, I'm not paid for any of this, uh, so I can go full bore on it. Um, staff were honestly unbelievably, unbelievably friendly. Like just totally out of their way to check we are right to say how are you getting on. Um, uh, we had breakfast there next morning, like 
exactly, you know, everything you want. Uh, very, everything was very fresh and an amazing swimming pool. Like the swimming pool in the other unmentioned hotel was grand, but it was like small and grand. This was like this huge big pool, like with exactly, and it suited the, again, I'd always caveat, it suited the ages that our kids were at. To be fair, there was also like dedicated swimming lanes that were away from that area that if you wanted to go and do a bit of swimming, you could indulge in that too. Um, it was amazing. There was a games room, little kids games room with like foosball and uh, air hockey and all that stuff going on that we didn't even get time to use. So it's a huge uh, green tick for me for the Connex Hotel in Galway. Very good. Yeah. Um, okay. Swimming pool up to your exacting standards. No, it was great. But there was nothing exacting about it and nothing like... Get out of it. It was great. We should, have, we, should have, we should have met up in Galway over the weekend. Were you down there? I was. I uh, I got sure. the be- I got the best seat in the house outside Nocton's at seven o'clock on Saturday evening, right in the middle of Key Street. Nice. Uh, Twenty five degrees, and sat there comfortably for many many hours. So you were you had a, a kid free weekend in Galway for Nathan? No, I just left the I left the kids with my parents in Galway. So uh, oh, nice. Yeah, um, I also went out to the beach. I'm cold water. I just can't dig it. In my head, it was like it was three o'clock in the afternoon. It was absolutely scorching. It was three or four degrees warmer in Galway, I think, than it was when we got back to Dublin. And went out to Frobo, out to the little beach beside Port Keynes. It was like I'm getting in. Then I just put my feet in. I was like, Nah, I'm not getting in. It's too cold. Oh, it's you got the whole way in. You got to get in. No chance. Nah. You got to get the whole way in. I did. Uh, I did. I did the triathlon in a tie. Was, um, I'd recommend this for all of you. Full, the full, all three elements? All three elements, Dave, yeah. Good man. There's a lot of walking in the run. I hate running anyway, so, but... um, Is the run last or is the cycle last? The run's last. Okay, so, so you're, you're goose by then. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't run anyway. So, I mean, I, maybe I could if I did some, but I didn't. So, anyway, um, yeah, that's the the incipient midlife crisis of trying to get fit before you die, you know, to prolong <laughs> an extra few years on this planet where you're kind of miserable already. It's like, uh, what's the point of this? Yeah, but so I time... have like the best 10 years now. Of, I like, want to be fit by the time I die. What an admirable <laughs> dream that is to have. <laughs> no, no, to prolong the misery on this <laughs> never ending. To retain anyway. your connection to this mortal coil for a little longer. Yeah, if anybody wants to tweet us at DadcastPod, I, I have been unable to um, sidle into the, to slip into our own DMs, but I can't see anything at the moment. And uh, DadCast at offtheball.com is our email address. So um, if anybody wants to get in touch there, you can do. And uh, there was no correspondence this week because it's just the last episode only went out on Friday. That's understandable. We won't hold that against our viewers slash listeners. Oh, I suppose I could always check the YouTube. Good point, Dave. <laughs> <Do that>. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are we? There's any comments there either, Jer. Not even the guy who just goes Jesus generally. I um, I can't believe the revelation that do you, do you never go into the sea, Nathan? Um, not if I can avoid it. Wow! I that that honestly, no, I that is. I love of, swimming. I go swimming. I went swimming this morning in the pool. I've no problem. I'll swim all like day. It's but, like a different sport, though. Just jumping in the sea is like a different sport. Oh, exactly, and uh, unenjoyable sport. <laughs> <laughs> 
We went in at Grattan Beach there. Do you know that one? I was unfamiliar with it before uh, before this weekend. Where is it? It's on the Galway City side of Salt Hill. Oh, just down by by the Connacht Hotel. Uh, well, Cross yeah. Well, no, no, it'd be no, it'd be fifteen twenty minutes drive from there now. It's literally j- right before Salt Hill. Um, oh, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, around the coast there, and it's a cracking little spot. Highly recommended. But it's it is is it not one of life's great pleasures? Hopping in the sea. No. Particularly when it's like 25, 6, 7 degrees outside. It's- exactly. It was lovely and warm outside when I went in. <laughs> it was absolutely freezing. You want to cool off. Oof. What sort of example are you setting for your kids as well? They're looking at you going, nah, this is what we have to respond to. <laughs> are they in? Uh, one of them goes in. Yeah, one of them goes in. I'm not but sure uh, Nathan's kids ever looked upon him as a bastion of courage and bravery at, at, at any point. So wow, 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 fucking hell, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Are you brave in your own ways? Oh Jesus, you're making it worse. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, Adrian, you've come up with some of the talking points for this week that we need to address and deal with it are we going to talk about like uh, your description of dogging at the end of the, the last episode or are we just going to let that one slide is that what we're no I was that... responding to as you know Ger, a solutions minded person and right. an issue came up with one and what of you our... described I, I thought about oh, it after what you described is what Stan Collymore got like, <laughs> yeah. uh, exposed for exactly no but I think in his case he was driving out of his way to go dogging what I'm suggesting to you is that you found yourself in a position where you would like to do the wild thing and uh, circumstances are a bit tricky and here's a solution for that. Where where are your kids? Where are your kids when this is happening? Well, like ideally you're not doing it number one in the middle of the day. That would be, that would be, I would suggest a mistake. Uh, kids are up, people are around. It's too bright to have Jersars flashing in and out of a hedge somewhere. That's not a, not what we're talking about. Don't be bringing Jerry to this. No, but this was this. I was saying I'm not going camping, you know, this is not going to be and you were like, oh, I've, I have experience of this very no, same no, thing. No, 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 you're, was, you're just I quoting think we me all now. took no, that that's away. Absolutely. You're just quoting me now. And, no. and I, given my previous burning on this podcast for being too giving, I would, would have been very careful around that. So, no, I, I, I absolutely have no experience in this whatsoever. This okay. is just something I'm offering as Surely a solution. hypothetical. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Like, all right, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we cleared Well, I would say it's, uh, now your kids are a bit younger, but generally when you go camping, your kids are going to bed when you're going to bed. Yes. You mean you're going to bed when your kids are going to bed? Well, everybody just go like, there's usually in every campsite a, a time where you gotta, you gotta switch off the lights and it's like 11 o'clock, so everyone's just going to bed at the same time. That's the time to nip out and uh, get business done. <laughs> because there's nothing, there's nothing your children uh, enjoy more than waking up at, at midnight in the pitch black in the middle of nowhere and nobody around. <laughs> they can just hear this yelping from the Cheers. <laughs> What's happening, mommy? Is this, is this still the dad cast? <laughs> Taking a real turn for the worse. I was reading something there. I managed to miss the last minute and a half, but uh, <laughs> judging from the guilty faces of uh, Nathan and Adrian, <laughs> there's more solutions been offered here, Jerry. People are okay. out there. People are out there. They're solutions-minded people as well, and they've got ideas about you know how to get around your predicament, Jerry. Let them go. At that cast pod is the uh, 
is the email address. Uh, so, uh, sorry, is the Twitter handle dadcast at afterball.com. Money as a reward, is it the right thing to do? This is yours, Adrian. Yeah, I threw that in there. So just uh, last week, we were uh, the two of them have piggy banks, so you're sort of trying to teach them that little bit of a, you get a couple of quid for doing a job or you get a gift from your grandparent or whatever it is, and this is where you store it away, obviously leading into a bank account, I presume, at some point or another, but just trying to teach them that relationship with money and trying to save a few quid and then the reward of spending their few quid on whatever it might be. And air up is the latest craze. That, um, oh my God! It's complete. Uh, it's complete waste of money. That's what work. I would have assumed. That. Is breaks, it? Is it? Breaks instantly. Yeah. These are lads. Uh, my eldest lad got one for his birthday in January and still uses it every day. And just got a new set of uh, refills. And now the youngest lad for his birthday last week just got another one. How long do the refills last? Another one. No, no he got his first one. Sorry, he got his first one. Uh, right. but he got all the refills to go with it. So uh, I don't know. They switch between the refills. All the 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 little. Um, Tasty things, whatever they are. I don't know how it works. What's the science behind this? It's like they smell it rather than mm. it. Yeah. Um, so the water the water comes through a uh, cola smelling device. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so the only intake is still just water. Yeah. Are we sure it's not like a chemical that they're not like sucking in the chemical smell? Like is that is that is that a good thing? I don't like know. Vape like vaping the equivalent for I was I mean I didn't know the word vape, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, well, I don't know. Ours, ours has not been the great for three or four weeks, and then one of them broke, which I didn't think was possible, but apparently it is. And that's like, what I would fully expect to happen in our house that it'll be a problem. Broke, so. um, anyway, look, if, uh, there are definitely some people that have helped, but yeah, and, and to be fair, it's the lad who wants it is an uh, unbelievable water drinker anyway. My worry is that he'll like, uh, he'll sort of be having too much of this stuff, but anyway, um. So his thing was about to get an air up. And yeah, so last week they were given it uh, to pick up all the twigs at the back garden, whatever it was, and uh, sort of have to, they were only going to get the, um, not not an agreed sum, but they were only going to get the sum after the completion of the work. I wasn't going to be brought into that trap of paying for the work up front and then have your labours disappear halfway through and you're left with sort of an uncompleted gig. So um, halfway through, the young fella came in from the garden and went up to his piggy bank to have a look and he turned around and he went, nah, I've enough in there. I don't need <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I'm not, a, I'm out, I'm done. Um, and the his younger sister kept at it. Um, and I kind of thought, oh, that's not great. <laughs> like, you're deciding that you have enough money in your uh, piggy bank so you're not going to do the work. Fair um, enough. I mean, it's like... Yeah, but I need to find... Early like, retirement. Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, yeah, one of Leo Baracker's social welfare cheats, right there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's looking. He's he's earned his money. He's done his. Uh, yeah. He's done his duties. Happy days. At uh, seven a.m. in the morning, whatever Leo wants. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I I you know quite possibly reading too much into it, but it certainly did turn out to my wife and say, "Oh, this is not great." If he's thinking that he's got enough money there, I tried to explain to him, like you know. You have you have some money in your whatever it is 30, 40 quid in your piggy bank now. Uh you're gonna spend that in sweets, you're gonna buy your air up, that money will be depleted and you'll need to top up with more stuff. That might just result in an a la carte approach to work either way, but um just wondering if you guys or our trusty audience had any advice. What age is he again? He is six. Okay, it's probably a little bit early to be making sweeping generalizations on your son's work ethic or otherwise because mm. he couldn't have been arsed cleaning up the garden. Um, 
I don't know if, if what the value of giving them some money for completing certain tasks is when they're that young because they just don't really understand the concept of money, do they? Like they don't know how much things cost. They've never had to go without something really because there wasn't enough money to buy it. So obviously that doesn't help either. Um, I'm trying to think, did I get money as a kid? We got some pocket money at the weekend, like a pound, one pound on a Sunday and we could go down to the shop and spend. Well, actually initially we used to get 30p on a Sunday afternoon and then my parents were, they were horrified by the sheer amount of rubbish that we were able to purchase with 30p, like the amount of crap we used to be. Remember, you could get loads of stuff for a penny. 30 so we'd come back with bags full of stuff. So they said, okay, well, we're going to triple your pocket money up or, or more, more than that to a pound, but you're not allowed to buy anything for under 30 pence. So that got rid of all the gobstoppers and big chewing gums and pen tempany bags and all that kind of stuff and stinger bars and tangy bars and wham bars and desperate Dan bars and all that good stuff, which it was uh, both packed, packed full with E numbers of all sorts of descriptions. But we never saved any of that. We just went down the shop and spent it. I would have got my first part-time job maybe when I was 12, 12 or 13, working in a bar. So I don't know until they're that age, really, how do you teach, teach them the value of money or the concept of money? It's not that easy because they know if they need something, they'll, and it's a reasonable request, they'll end up getting it. Mm-hmm. I think the problem, and one we definitely haven't figured out, is they're never going to run out of money no matter how much they save. So they look at their, you know, they build it up to get 40 quid and then they'll spend it on an air up or something like that. But next time we go to Tato Park, we'll just pay for it. So there's no, oh, if I if I don't spend this money, I'm going to go, I'll, what am I trying to say? I'll be denied somewhere down the line. Like we still pay for all the expensive shit. So is it just trying to get, as Dave says, to your Saturday, Friday after school, you now pay for that. So if you want to go to McDonald's after school on the Friday, you better have your money saved up for a couple of weeks so you can actually afford it. Otherwise, you're not going. Because we have we probably two different types. One is definitely a saver and likes to be able to see he has all his money there in his Revolut account. Uh, the other one is, oh, I've got 25 quid. I think I'll spend all that. Even though I've spent for three months, I'm going to save up uh, 70 quid to buy a new game for my Switch. I think I'll just spend 30 and trust that maybe you might break at some stage and buy a <laughs> game for the Switch. He's right. That one's the one. Yeah. He's the one that's going to be the boss of all of you. Mm. Um, What's the ideal way of doing it? Well, I don't know. You want them to be financially literate, right? In a way that I think a lot of Irish people aren't. Like, you know, everybody in America has a stock and stock account, like very few people in Ireland do. Um, people understand borrowing and budgeting at a fundamental level in a way that, like, I don't think. I don't, they talk about money in other cultures in a way that we don't. Like they would so discuss. Mean, we, we need them to understand that be, that only just because money is there doesn't mean it has to be spent at the next available opportunity. Like you're trying, really, if you if you were to think about it uh, in any kind of uh, way that wasn't just the ad hoc nature of most of our parenting, you're trying to get them to understand money and how it works and how uh, smart people use smart ways of making money, right? Is that, like, I'd love, I'd love to know all that shit. I, I really wish I knew and was better at that than um, 
I'm a bit like your son, Nathan. I just trust this. I'm going to buy this thing because I like it now. And I want it now. <laughs> I'm going to trust that at some point I'm going to be able to afford this thing. Like, That's not really a good. I do think introducing the concept of saving and money, the the your relationship with money, what money is, I don't think you can start that young enough. No, I agree. But I, like, what do you want? You're like, uh, ultimately, they're going to decide. You want them to be able to afford a house that's not your house, obviously. At some point, so oh, like uh, put enough in the piggy bank so he can move out when he's eighteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one big 16. piggy bank. I need a few piggy banks there. Yeah. But I don't know to what to what end. Like, so what? They've got a piggy bank upstairs with twenty five euro worth of twenty cent coins in it. Like. We for the the young guy just made his communion and obviously picked up a little bit of wedge over the course of the the few days before and after it from relations and everything and we're very grateful to everybody who who gave him an, a, a very thoughtful gift. But he knows what he wants from it. He has been talking about for a while before his communion. Well, depending on how much I get, I want to buy this. And we said, well, look, okay, that's fair enough. If you have enough, you can buy that. Now, I also wanted him to be able to put some of it away, so we came to an agreement whereby. <laughs> We put uh, a couple of hundred into a savings account in the post office and then I would make up the balance so that at least he could say, well, a portion of my communion money has been put away. But I'm trying to think, like, what did I, what did I use those, say, hundreds of euros for between confirmation money and communion money back in the day? What did I put it towards? I've got to buy confirmation money. Okay, I, so I, yeah, so I, he wants, he, I, he has a bike, but yeah, he wants to buy something with his money. And I and as much as I'd like him to save it, and would like him to know the importance of saving, I, uh, I'm, I hard to, I find it hard to wonder to what end that is. Like I will help him out with whatever he needs, whenever he needs it, and he and yes, he knows that. But I don't know. I don't want to be sitting down lecturing him on the importance of respect for money and saving money at the moment. No, and you I don't think you need to do that, Dave. I think that like there's a balance, right? Like you don't want to go full Nathan on it there, who's I think suggesting that he roll his two sons up to Irish ferries and make them pay for their trip to France over the summer. <laughs> Was what I thought. when did I say that? You were saying that, like, you know, where do, where is the line? And like ultimately there is a weird line in that, like, of course you're not going to ask them to pay for everything, but at the same time, like if you don't teach them that saving a few quid, and I'm not talking about like and maybe this is a mistake, but I'm not talking about like sort of hoarding the money to no end. It is saving the money so you can go and buy that thing. Um, I think that's I think that's good, and like I think that it doesn't need to, yeah it doesn't, it doesn't need to be like that. You're going to say, well, you're not going to get that switch unless you buy it yourself, or like oh, the shopping has to be done now this afternoon, and you know you're going to eat seventy five euro this week. Well, you got to chip in, like. There's obviously a balance to be found. Well, I think it is their personality as well, though, of the child in that, again, like one of the kids got money at Christmas and wanted a jersey that wasn't going to be out until March or April and was like, I'm just going to wait and keep that money till then. Whereas I know the other one will be after two weeks gone. Just just buy something else. And I'll, again, I'll take my chances when it comes to April. Maybe somebody else will give me some money. Yeah. Um, so you, you stopped using money as a reward as a result of um, um, the, the smartness going live. Brad, I don't need to do this. Or, or do you use other things? like? Would you, so we would use treats sometimes. Uh, 
take this, get that, you yeah. know, do this for me. You can have your, which we, you know, we'll end up, especially on holidays and days off. doesn't really matter. But, um, the money thing doesn't seem to impress them that much, but the trees far more important. Yeah, we'd probably use a bit of everything to be honest with you. And we haven't really come to a conclusion as to what it was only last week, so we haven't really come to any conclusion. We probably continue to do what we did before and hope that, uh, I mean, look, the money is going to lose the money when the Arab gets bought, bought and all that stuff. So he will at some point realise, ah, that's empty now. I'm going to have to start doing some stuff. But yeah, you just don't want him doing a full. I remember, I remember uh, my brother when we were kids saying to my father that he was exploiting him. This is the first time I ever heard this word. I was like, Eight. I was like, what the hell is this all about? So um, I'd like to try and avoid that sort of scenario. But should they, they should, should they be doing chores around the house now? Yeah. Anyway. Definitely. It's too late. For nothing. You gotta, For gotta nothing, get yeah. When they're two, they need to be cleaning up because it's like, well, we've missed the boat a bit, I think. We've totally have. We went through a short spell where uh, lad, the lads didn't get their screen time in the evenings unless they had made their bed before school that morning and brush their teeth before leaving the house for school. And then we also introduced them emptying the dishwasher recently, which lasted about a half a day, mainly because I was I was just envisioning every piece of crockery we own being smashed all over the floor and every glass I own being smashed on the on the kitchen floor. So I could, that was more of a risk to, that I was willing to take. But the bed thing, I mean, they should be making their own bed in the morning, shouldn't they? Like once you get out, just automatically turn around as I do with my bed and just make the bloody thing. But I'm just worried at six and eight, we've <laughs> already missed the boat on that one. And they're like, you know, you walk into the into the bathroom or the toilet after them and the, the towels on the floor, always the towels on the floor. Uh, there's pieces of tissue, like unused pieces of toilet paper on the floor. You go back, come back home after the school run and the two plates, they were eating their breakfast, their toast off, still sitting on the couch. The smoothie holder still sitting on the couch. All the books they're reading still scattered around the place. So I just think maybe they're already beyond redemption when it comes to that kind of thing. Just cleaning up after themselves. Tell me, please tell me it's not too late. It's too late, yeah. It's too late. You also, your your standards are too high. That's the other thing I would say, Dave, is that your standards are too high. <laughs> like, well, they're kids, or, they still have mess after them, you know? Or there's a complete absence of standards. I've never asked anything of them, really. That's why they just kind of leave everything meeting behind them. Now, occasionally I'll say that room needs to be tidied up or we aren't going anywhere or there will be no screen time or that bit, that trees won't be delivered. So I need to come back in 10 minutes and see this room completely tidied up. And occasionally they will do that. But in terms of a daily routine, I would love to be, I'd love them to be in a position where when they get out of bed, they just turn around and make it. So I have to start trying to do something. If there's going to be toilet paper on the floor, Dave, unused is definitely the preferred variety. <laughs> yes, it is. 100%. Um, so, yeah, well, you're, you share said I should be thankful for small mercies. I am. There's a positive <laughs> in that. And I would also, I, I personally have never understood why people make beds. It's, it's when you it walk nice. in, it looks tidy. Where does that is start? There, Where does that end, though? Do you, not, do you not, do you not, if you're going, say, for example, that your wife is away and you've got the kids for a couple of days and you go up at 10, 11 o'clock that night and the bed is a mess in the exact same state it was when you left it that morning. That's just, there's not something psychologically damaging. Well, my, 
<laughs> I think, Dave, you're onto something there when it comes to the kids <laughs> and chores as well. So if your wife goes away for a night, are you tidying as you go? Or are you, you know, two hours beforehand going, <laughs> now I'll do all the dishes and now I'll make the bed and now I'll make sure the house is spotlessly tidy. Man, like, it's like five on, seconds on Friday night, she's on gone, Friday the whole place is a mess. Like, the kids, straight away. It's like, kids go to bed on Friday night and you're putting your feet up, sitting down to watch something on TV and she's disappeared, but the house is a mess. Are you going, I've cleaned this up now so it's nice and tidy when I wake up in the morning. Or you go, well, it's going to get even messier in the morning. So I'll just yeah. leave it. Yeah. Last second. It's like that's the, the that's hour. All hands to the pump. No, I would go on these two-hour cleaning sprees where uh, in the evening time before her good self gets home from work, everything that has taken place during the day. Look, you've got a six-year-old and eight-year-old and there's a lot of meals to be made and clothes to be hung up and all that kind of stuff and books to be put away and homework to be done and all that crack. I would spend an hour, an hour and a half just trying to put get it all tidied off, countertops wiped clean, dish washing up and done, shoes and clothes and socks. And Every day, bags. Well, almost, yeah, I see. I, I hate clutter. hate it. So it's all really for me more than anybody else. Can I just ask you a question, though? Do you not just think that's a waste of time? Well, not if I get some kind of psychological benefit from being in a room that is tidy and clean and has the space in it that it's supposed to have rather than everything being chock-a-block with stuff left, right and centre. I hate that. Five hours a week that you could be doing, I mean, basically anything else. As opposed, and the house just getting dirtier and. But I, I look. There's a difference it. between dirt, Dave. Again, not a yeah, warm up. No. I, I don't. I don't ever. No, I. I never do any actual cleaning. Any dirt it's that's tidying. there remains in place. Tidying. Tidying. Yes. Yeah. Decluttering. Putting stuff in its rightful place. That kind of stuff. I'd be in answer to your previous question. I'd be delighted if the bed is the same way that I left it because like the covers are pulled back and it's just ready for me to hop in. There's, there's no work to be done. Um, I would be very much pro leaving the bed as it is, I have to say. My wife would not. And my wife would definitely be exactly like you were saying, like in the evening time, like there's time spent tidying up the play area, which I will never understand. So you're just saying you're lazy is what you're saying. No, I, I'd be, I would be a somewhat clean person in terms of the cleanliness of things but certainly in terms of messiness it just makes no sense to me they will get up and within 10 minutes that place will be like a bomb hit it and I'm like just leave it as it is I need things to be in the rightful place not to like a an obsessive extent but I don't want, I just don't, hey, I, I can't, couldn't really sit down for half an hour and watch TV knowing that there was just crap everywhere right. and that there was dishes in the sink that were like unwashed and that all their clothes from the day were just, and that their uniforms weren't laid out for tomorrow and that their school bags and all their homework and pages and everything were still like hanging around the, uh, still hanging around the, the table. I couldn't do that. There's a few different things that play for me there and uh, the, the dishes, they need to be done the homework needs to be done, the lunches need to be made, the uniform needs to be washed. I'd have that in a whole different category. Like, just stuff that needs doing. And then the messiness of stuff, like, I don't know, that's just me. I would be happy to leave it there until kingdom come. Um, This is a a real test for our audience. Uh, Who's on Team Dave and who's on Team Adrian? And... (laughs) 
feels like there might be um, a breakdown along some stereotypical gender lines. I think all the women are suddenly looking at that. Oh, Dave, you suddenly become way more attractive than uh, you have been previously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> that's a weird one on a few different levels. <laughs> oh, no, he is an attractive young man. Jerry is an attractive young man. He doesn't need to be tidy to add to his, his appeal. Oh no, you, you yeah, you, you read. You gotta, you gotta do some reading around this stuff. Well, I think the two boys are the would be the similar. Like not that they ever tidy up anything really, but like if we were to leave the house to go training and we come back then, and it's just place is just a mess I can't just can't do that can't do it I, I can't leave the house for a while and come knowing I'm coming back to a house that's just in in disarray because it's it cluttered a cluttered house is, leads to a cluttered, cluttered mind, mind. Yeah. it doesn't though that's the thing like a, an yeah. untidy desk a tidy desk it doesn't really matter whether or not you're capable of being I, I, I would I would tend to also, what's the point in cleaning up the bedroom? But I understand that it's an important uh, part of uh, domestic synchronicity. And it'd be very much related to, to the play area, by the way. It's not like, this is not like... Uh, You're a slob elsewhere. Exactly. Like, whether they have any great intention to leave, although the desk area is quite messy at the moment, but like... All right. Uh, it's, yeah, it's more you're, just... You're, that's backtracking. That the kid... Oh, and they're going to do that. What was that character when we were kids? Remember your man that... The, Tasmania Devil. They're going to be like that for 10, 15 minutes and the place is a shambles again. That's really all. Yeah. Okay, here's okay. an example. So last week, Sun was out, obviously, last week. The lads have been watching a movie or playing their screens, whatever, said, right, lads, you've had an hour of that. That's it. You go and find something to do. Head out to the garden. So they said, oh, we're going to bring all our Imaginex stuff out to the garden. So they brought all, like, five bases and two boxes of figures and they set up this big battle in the back garden. Did that for a little while. Then they said, okay, we're bored. We're going out, out to the the front garden to play some football. So all that stuff was still on the back garden, lying out there. Now, what do you do there, Adrian? You just shrug your shoulders and go, I is could be Is it stuff that needs to be brought in? That's yes, what it is. Well, if yes. it's stuff that's going to be affected by the weather, obviously, that's yeah, yeah. So then that yeah. has to come in, and, I, and I'd make them bring it in at some point yeah. in the day, not immediately, yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, they've, they've got to tidy that up. They've got to bring it in. But like that leads to war as well, and sometimes it's not, it's not worth it. So. Yeah. Um, right. The, and the last one that you want to talk about, Adrian, was um, kids' dietary habits whenever you're away or you're on holidays or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Just go out the window, no? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, so in in the lunchbox, there's fruit, and the fruit has to be eaten. But when you're at home at the weekends or for longer, you're not actually. There's, you don't go through the process the night before preparing the fruit. And so the scurvy just arrives like that <laughs> overnight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking when I saw Adrian's text, I was thinking about what our summer holidays would be like. And we, um, we've we started going down the all-inclusive route over the last year or two. We just find it far easier around mealtimes to keep everybody involved and concentrated on the family dynamic and the chats. And you're not waiting for waiters to take your order and come back with the first the starter and then come back with drinks and then come back with a main course at which point your kids are going we're so bored can we have some screens so and it just worked great that way and actually someone looking across at us might think we were a normal family that would have conversation while having family dinners which isn't something that happens often enough at home but on holidays we seem to have it sorted but in terms of what they're actually eating yes obviously there's going to be more ice cream 
and there's going to be more chocolate. You're on your holidays. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. But at the same time, if they get a couple of bananas into them and a bit of an apple and um, a small amount of veg with one of their meals, I'm happy enough for pretty much everything else to uh, to kind of pass me by over the course of that 10 days or so. Like ice cream and treats every day, like multiple times a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. If the, probably multiple times a day, yeah. Certainly, they, they certainly get to go up to the desserts table after their dinner and get some ice cream. And then it probably would happen at least once at another time during the day, yes. But like, it was the same with us when we were kids, weren't we? You're on your holidays. Like, as long as they're not gorging themselves on sweets and chocolate and biscuits and crisps and ice cream, like, after breakfast, when you're they're snacking in between meals, when they're lying by the pool, when they're... But at the same time, remember what's happening on holidays. Like, our boys would be... I couldn't. I wouldn't even want to put a, a a number on the amount of calories they're burning when they're on their holidays. I mean, they're swimming for six hours a day, and when they're not swimming for the six hours a day, they're on the astro playing soccer for four hours a day. Like, if anything, they do need to carb load. Take another scoop of ice cream there, Buster. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to waste away. What accent was that? I don't know. Isn't there so mad? Like, oh, look at me! You're wasting away. I don't know some <laughs> fast food. Take yeah, I would. Uh, we the when we've gone um, all inclusive the last couple of times, definitely the first couple of days, I've been like, for God's sake, yeah, calm the hell down. And my wife would be going like, you just calm the hell down, <laughs> because there is enough things to row about on holidays, anyways. <laughs> Pass. Uh, getting annoyed that they're having a second portion of ice cream when, as Dave says, like from morning till night, they are up and about doing stuff. It's not like they're sitting around on holidays generally just watching their watching movies or playing their um playing with their switch. So yeah, I think you're just bringing a whole other level of hassle to yourself. Yeah, we would definitely try and do like the uh little boxes with cut up apples or some sort of fruit. Like you're we make some little accommodation for trying to get something and then you basically let everything else slide. And I mean even that's you're just Pushing the what uh, boulder up the hill, whatever it is, it's yeah, it's uh, feels like it's making us feel better, but ultimately having very. And so, is everybody going all inclusive all the time now? That sounds like our last two and the one upcoming this summer. Yeah, um, we just found it as very good value because um, <clears throat> obviously this doesn't pertain to the kids, but alcohol is also included, and the ability for the kids to just feed themselves is incredible. So they're lying by the pool. Daddy, I'm hungry. Right off you go. And he'll come back with a little plate of chips for himself and maybe a ham sandwich. You don't even have to get up. You don't have to put your hand in your pocket. You don't have to worry about where it's coming from. And then, as I said, the main part is we found very early, and I'd I'd love to get our listeners' views on this, that whether anybody's had similar experiences, but our kids get bored quickly and we found very early that they would tend to ask, start asking for screens when you're out having dinner and it's just I've always felt it's a not a it's not a good thing to be out in a restaurant and your kids have their phones and no one is talking obviously it's terrible but um, we found that if they were able to arrive into the restaurant and they'd go straight up and get their cereal in the morning and get their bananas and maybe get a chocolate pancake and then we would uh, we'd all just sit there and chat 
And then, so we've after about day one or day two, there was a rule brought in very quickly that nobody was lo- allowed to look at a screen. And this involved me putting my phone in in my back pocket as well and never taking it out until they had completed their main course at nighttime. No one saw a screen at the at the table until then, and it was amazing. They just accepted it, and we just talked about stuff. And the key to it was that you weren't sitting there waiting for the staff to take your orders and bring your food over to you. And that was the key. And that's the beauty of the all-inclusive. There's none of that. You go up, you get your food, you come back, you chat, you go back to the pool. And so that's why we would highly recommend it. Apart from there's, there's a, the cost as well and the convenience of it. And um, if you're lying by the pool, you can just head up and get yourself a drink, you get lads drinks. Order the same food every day? Is that like uh, yeah, somewhere? Yeah. If you're somewhere, the place that we had been, and I, uh, I still see lots of people going there based on my recommendation. Like the the food would change every night. Like there would be a so, but if you were there ten days, it'd probably come around again. But generally, the food would change every night. So not really. Now there probably does come a sweet spot in terms of age of the kids, of that eventually they're sort of. Can we not just go somewhere else? Can we? But. I think the hassle of what do they want to eat? Chips and chicken nuggets or actually I would say they had far more of a variety on that holiday than if we hadn't gone all inclusive because they could pick bits and pieces up and have a small bit of it and try it. And if they didn't like it, just leave it. Whereas, so like they'd go up and they'd have some paella and we'd sort of force them to have some paella. Whereas if we were in a restaurant, there's no way you would order that because you'd order it, pay your 12 quid and then they'd be like, no chance. Yeah. They just want pizza and chips. You go up to the, you go up to the table where all, the buffet where all the veg veggies, Jerry, and you're like, right, we'll just eat one piece of carrot and eat one half a green bean and eat one piece of parsnip or whatever it might be. You actually get, you actually get some veg into them. Where if we were out, there's absolutely zero chance. What are you going to ask the wait the the, the, the waiter for? Like they just end up getting burgers and chips or pizza and chips or spag bowl or whatever it is there's so much variety and you can get as big as or small a portion as you want that yeah, you, okay. as Nathan says you can actually get a little bit more into them and as I said be, because they're just expending so much energy from dawn till dusk and running around even in the evening time till 10 or 11 at night it's you don't really overall when it comes to Adrian's question about you know constantly going up to the ice cream and that kind of thing it doesn't happen constantly but certainly multiple times a day I don't I don't have any issue with that alright uh, Nathan has to head off there so um, unless anybody else has anything else they want to add we might wrap this on no all good alright that cast is in partnership with Nivea Men want to feel great in your skin Nivea Men has you covered from sensitive tailored skincare to cleansing and anti-age try Ireland's number one men's skincare brand uh, we will be back very soon the weekly ones are a good idea if we could stick to it for a while because we have a lot of holidays coming up that's not a bad idea anyway I see blank faces all around uh, Nathan best of luck tonight big day for you what's happening tonight big day I've done this before Gary actually you know Long oh, have you yeah, about ten years ago, presenting the last word, a proper radio show. Oh, oh wow! 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 I, I was have very to tune into ten that. years ago. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very they were. They ago. were. Yeah, right. they were very, very slow. Does uh, Matt well, know? By the time, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> by the time this podcast comes out, Nathan will have um, either crashed into the sun or flown. <laughs> One or the other. There's no other outcomes available. Right. Uh, see you soon. Dadcast at offtheball.com. Take care. Dadcast with Nivea Men. 
Try Ireland's number one skincare brand. 